It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. It is 5.06 on your Thursday drive. Time for the drive Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda Harris. Cheers. And the drive <laughs> Brew Ha Ha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewery and the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. Our guests today are a little different. Uh, Laura Sanfilippo and Sean Raymond Kelly are co-owners of the Lo and Behold Bar and Kitchen in Healdsburg. Welcome, Laura and Sean. Thank you so much for having us. Pleasure to be here. Herlinda, why are they here? Because this is one of the best badass cocktail bars as well as restaurants in Sonoma County, probably the North Bay. And they are a big part of the Healdsburg um, you know, wine and food you know, festival that's all this weekend. But this year they added in spirits. So that is what uh, Laura and Tara, uh, Tara, that from that's one of your other partners as well, have been known for for a long time in Sonoma County as like like the best mixologist and bartending, <laughs> and they know a way around a bottle of spirits um, and the distillery. So they're having a big event tomorrow at Lo and Behold as part of this whole festival um, cocktail seminar stations. Sean's going to be doing food that goes with these different cocktails. They'll tell us you know some more about that. But I have been wanting to get Lo and Behold on way before this event. Because these women, and like everybody else there, but you guys are known for like just being, you know, like resilient in like through the pandemic and everything as well as making great cocktails. Well, thank you so much. And they have a great history. So why don't you tell us how you guys got started? Yeah, let's hear the history of Lo and Behold. Yeah, well, it's it starts kind of back um, when I met Tara, um, Tara Heffernan, who's our third partner. She's not here. She's man in the restaurant right now. Somebody so had and I to. And play. Yeah, so thank you, Tara. Um, Tara and I met back at Spoon Bar when that first opened. Um, she was on the opening bar team there. And I was a server, um, and we became friends and stayed in touch. Um, and I came back to work there after leaving for a minute to work behind the bar with Tara and Cappy and Steven. So we had our little Fab Four going on behind the bar at Spoon Bar. Um, and then we all left, fast forward, went, <laughs> uh, uh, opened Dukes, uh, left that after five years. And Tara and I came together, or still were together. Um, with Sean to open, lo and behold, a, a year, almost a year and a half ago. So what was the thought as far as going back into the biz and what you wanted, <laughs> lo and behold, to be? You know, we we really thought that Healdsburg has, there, we wanted to create this kind of choose-your-own-adventure, all-in-one experience. You know, there's a lot of amazing fine dining restaurants there. Um, but we wanted to have something like, that's a little more casual, family-friendly, with a great bar, with fantastic food. We have a lounge there. We have a dining room. We have a great patio in the back. And we have our bar. So um, it's kind of like an all-in-one experience. If you're just looking for drinks, you can come. If you want a full meal, you can come. You know, snacks and happy hour appetizers. Yeah. And you're um, right there when you get into Healdsburg. Yeah, right on the right-hand side. Yeah. That's the, the old Mateos, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So right kind of there on the corner, which is a great spot. Like, And if you haven't been there, like, so you get the best of, of what we think of as of California in Sonoma County. A beautiful outdoor patio with some shade. They also have the heaters because, you know, when we – cool down at night you can eat out there you can just have a cocktail out there 
and you know it's not loud you can hear yourself talk and think and and then in the bar like i just was there the other day just to make you know just to <laughs> what make a sure coincidence. yeah just to make sure research you were doing research <laughs> yes. so my friend and i were sitting at the bar we were greeted warmly there you know we got to eat, eat some snacks while we were there that fried chicken that was ridiculous and the pea shoot that's salad guy right that's here. that's my like yeah. that's my favorite <laughs> so sean's the chef sean kelly Oh, my goodness. And you brought a bunch of food with you, speaking of as well. But that is a great experience. And like, and also, like, I mean, for me as a woman to feel, like, really comfortable, where I've been in there by myself where I know I can sit outside, I can sit at the bar, I can have a drink, I can have a full meal, and I can just, you know. I mean, I've seen Dusky S's mother in there. Um, oh, she's, yeah. She's like Carol's nine. a regular. Yeah, she has a regular like, table. No, she like, calls it her office. Almost 90. <laughs> she sits by herself. And yeah. has, I took her to Paul McCartney one time. That was really fun. Aww. But so, yeah. So what did you bring also? Well, this, before this. we talk about what we bring, let's ah. give Sean to give us some ah, of his story and how we got into the food end of the business. The food end of the business likely started with my grandmother when I was a young, young man and the extravagant dinners that she would make. Daily Sunday, Sunday Sunday dinner was always pretty special at Grandma's house, and I slowly and surely my first job ever was washing dishes up in Navarro at the Boy Scout camp up there. Oh, cool, Camp Navarro. Camp Navarro. I was head porter for quite a while, and I slowly just made my way into the industry. I grew up in Western Sonoma County. Um, Ran the kitchen out at the Underwood Bar and Bistro in Grayton for a number of years with some really great people out there. And just kind of made my way around a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, I went to culinary school at Taunt Marie's in San Francisco. Wow. Which was a... I'm impressed. If you're familiar with Taunt Marie, it was kind of like a bunch of old Chez cronies kind of got together to open up (laughs) a little culinary school. So I was very lucky to have found myself that way. And I did a little bit of time in Healdsburg back in my younger days and my formative years at Bistro Ralph. If you will, uh, and mm-hmm. Ralph has a legacy up there. If you will, mm-hmm. chicken paillard and shoestring chicken paillard and, <laughs> and a thousand plate of a thousand French fries. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the one. And uh, slowly made my way back to Healdsburg, where I hooked up with Lauren and Tara. So, what was your thought when you decided, okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna come into this business? What, what, what are you gonna bring to it? What did you say? I'm bringing this to this, uh, this entity. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I like, I, I consider my food to be really accessible and. Uh, relatively different so the vehicle always has to be the same because it has to be familiar to people and then when you see it and you're like oh this is a chip this is what this is and then once it finally hits your mouth and it hits your palate something completely different is happening so and that's that's kind of our logic behind this where everything's familiar everything's comfortable we're not trying to push too many too many buttons and push the limits too much but then once you get it in your mouth and you kind of work it a little bit and you start eating you're like oh, okay there's some thought and some love and a whole lot of other things going on in this. all right if a person walks into lo and behold for the first time what dish would you suggest they try <laughs> i'm gonna there's so many of them but i can't deny the glory of the kimchi noodles that we make we make a fantastic dish yet. there and so oh, we we hand it. make our noodles every day we roll them out to order are these are these like wheat noodles or it's rice a wheat noodles it's a wheat noodle or? it's a very thick fat wheat noodle very okay. similar to bang bang noodles if you're uh, familiar very similar to that but we roll them out every order you order it we roll it out we make our own kimchi there wow. we do it all there and if i was going to recommend something that would be the one. Yeah, and then well, the other great thing, to like, like, so there's there is really something for everybody there. There's you know vegan, there's vegetarian, and of course there's the chicken, <laughs> and there's like you know just and there's pork, super crunchy pork ribs. Oh my gosh, you you have to come back because I think Harry should try those. Too. <laughs> They're like the crispiest thing. We're in the middle of the drive, brouhaha, with Herlinda Harris. Cheers. Our guests today, Laura Sanfilippo and Sean Raymond Kelly from Lo and Behold Bar and Kitchen in Healdsburg. 
We're going to be talking about some of the food choices that they have graciously brought in for us, and they're going to be mixing a cocktail. You can check out their website for more information, loandbeholdca.com. Erlinda. So I'm well. There's many reasons why I wouldn't have you on. It just happened to coincide with the Hillsburg Wine and Food Festival, and yeah. that they've wine and food experience. Wine and food experience. But this year there are there's a spirits experience as well as a Guinness beer garden, which I'm very excited about that as well oh, too. Fun. Yeah. So I, I'm going to work on the Guinness part of that to have <laughs> them on the show. But you're making the cocktail that you are uh, serving tomorrow. Um, is that sold out for the, the, um, the... I haven't got an update today. When we checked in yesterday, there was probably 30 tickets left. So the Healdsburg so White Food Experience... For our event. It, it's avail- Our event specifically is available on the a la carte menu, so you don't, you know... You yes, can just get that separate one. Ticket. Yeah, you can just, you can just come to this. Healdsburg okay, is the website you. to mm-hmm. go for that. So what are you going to be mixing up for us? So um, part of the whole event is it's all Healdsburg bartenders, um, and we're pairing cocktails with food. It's a farm-to-glass cocktail event, so everything is, is which is our style in Healdsburg. Everybody does farm-to-glass. So um, Tara, one of the cool things about her is that she has a little farm out in Forestville, and so she grows uh, a ton of the edible flowers and herbs and kind of specialty produce that we use. So um, she, we're using her garden celery, and uh, made a shrub out of that. Which is a um, vinegar-based... Um, yeah, like, vinegar-based syrup yep. is like the best way Non-alcoholic. to describe it. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we have some horseradish, fresh horseradish, mm. <laughs> that we infused into the gin that we're using. Um, uh, a little fresh cucumber juice. Um, genepe, which is a, um, er- uh, a herbal alpine liqueur. It's very green, refreshing, kind of like, think chartreuse light. Mm. Is it is um, it a cu- type of amaro also? Um, I or would not say really, no, more of a liqueur. So more, yeah, it's more of just a liqueur. I would okay. say just kind of a not not too much on the bitterness, but okay. really into like those fresh green botanicals. Um, mm. Yeah, a little lemon juice, and um, so our pairing is with the um, uh, seafood and raw bar. So Sean's doing <laughs> like a big baller seafood tower with fresh oysters like and a cruise ship? shrimp. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> so we're the first station when you come in. So we want to do something um, green and bright and lively that's going to pair great with the oysters that we're right next to. So a little horseradish and celery and all, right, all that jazz. Well, mix away. Yes, I will. Don't yeah. mind if I do. Yeah. And, Sean, while she's mixing, you can tell us about the little hors d'oeuvres that you brought in. Um, what I brought for you guys today was our avocado tostada, which comes with salsa matcha, which is a essentially a chili crisp. So you see chili crisp often in Chinese cuisine or Asian cuisine, and it's basically the same thing but with a little more Mexican flavor to it, south of the border. You also see a white bean crostini with Calabrian chili. And then you also have our not-quite-there when it regards to famous crab rangoon dip. <laughs> and it's a classic crab rangoon. We just don't mix it all up and, and stand it in the deep fryer instead. We just keep it nice and clean for everybody. All right, you're going to have to define what a rangoon is. Crab rangoon is every single great Chinese restaurant I've been to in my life has a crab puff, is what you'll see often they call it the crab puff. And it's really just a wonton with, at times, not Dungeness crab put inside of it, a little bit of cream cheese, some special flavorings, and they throw the whole thing in the deep fryer. We just make wontons and keep everything a little separate so it's a little bit cleaner and not as aggressive. And if real you will. Dungeness and crab. And real Dungeness crab. <laughs> it's really good. It's kind of, it's got a little bit of a sweetness to it, like mm-hmm. bright, and then the, with the onion and super crispy, a little wonton underneath that. That is fantastic, and I bet. 
it goes really well with, because of the seafood, since you're doing the seafood tower with this cocktail, that uh, Laura is garnishing with some celery leaves yes. from her um, business partner, Tara's. Uh, am I saying her name right, yeah, Tara? Yeah, it's Tara. It is Tara, Tara. yes. Because we have a few different. We have some Taras and we have some <laughs> I know, Taras. Yeah, she, just making sure. It, I'm just going to call him Shirley. Because <laughs> <laughs> just in case. And then, uh, then what's this little toast um, here? So that's going to be a white bean crostini, and it's a Calabrian chili, preserved lemon, a little bit of shallot, a little bit of garlic. It's the technique is very similar to the salsa matcha that we have over there. So if you put them kind of back and forth to each other and next to each other. You'll see two really similar techniques with completely different flavors. Wow, that is like beautiful. Now you topped this off with what? I didn't top the. I only topped our our friend Joe's ah, um, gotcha. non-alcoholic version. There is a non-alcoholic version of this. <laughs> yes, we will have a non-alcoholic version available at the event because we support non-drinking as much as we support drinking. So is it going to be like this one? Like it's going to be like what I just what I just showed right. You. So what you yeah. made for for our producer Joe, and then and then you topped it with a little bit of Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher. With yeah. I, it's my favorite thing. Love. It's yeah, yeah. I non-alcoholic, super like. Lightly hoppy. I felt we should get a brewery into the conversation. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I knew where you were going. I, I could tell where you were going. Yeah. So, well, once again, you know, most spirits start as beer. Like yes. whiskey starts as beer. So, Absolutely. And I know you guys. You guys actually also have one of the best selections of Amaro's. Um, it's like a, like an Italian kind of bitter liqueur, mm-hmm. but behind the bar that I've seen in Sonoma County, I got a little excited the other day. Yeah, we but, we love our bitter thing. We're we're traditional bartenders in that way that nothing is too Jesus. bitter for us. So. All right, I have to say this: celery is not a flavor Ooh. I would have thought works <laughs> in a cocktail. Yeah, but I enjoy this. Oh, I'm, good. I'm glad. I'm loving. Just this. imagine like a, a a nice oyster with a mignonette going down, <laughs> grinding, and the salty fact that it's and... really cold, I think, makes the difference. Yes, definitely. Yes. Temperature is a very key factor in cocktails. As is ice. So like ice and water is a, is an ingredient, and that's why bartenders are such brats about their ice. Are you doing special ice? Like a like the, the, there's some clean ice out there. Yeah, there's so a company abstract doing ice it. is okay, yeah. um, bringing. Uh, they're actually working with Scott because our our cocktail is served up, so we're not using. Um, Ice, but Scott's doing like an old-fashioned style. Okay, yeah, from Barn Diva, yep, who was exactly. has a book on mixology. He does. Um, yeah, he's doing uh, abstract ice. Is bringing him ice for his drink. So okay, really cool. cool. And then uh, the Matheson is doing. Yeah, Kathleen Amtower, the bar manager for the Matheson and One Hundred Six, she's doing um, Adelita Tequila. So that's Legend Spirits is the spirit sponsor for this event, and um, so she's using their Adelita Tequila. And she's doing like a strawberry and pasilla chili thing with a sherry vinegar and like a Collins. Oh. And the, yeah, it sounded which will be incredible. paired with your. Yes, with, that's paired with the tostada. Paired with your avocado tostada and the salsa. Matcha. And then what's being paired with the white bean? Um, that's just Dealer's in addition. Choice. Yeah, so <laughs> every cocktail has a pairing, but then there's a ton of other food that's going to be flowing. There'll be stations with platters of food. As well as uh, really heavy past appetizers, okay, all I'm, kinds of stuff. I'm going to hit the cough button so I can take a, pe- a bite of the crab rangoon <laughs> with my celery cocktail because I want to try the seafood. Well, with that. I've <laughs> had the, the tostada and it's delicious. By the way, it's awesome. a tiny Wonderful. little tiny little chip with some. Well, tell me what's on it again. Oh, it's very simply avocado that we mash up with a little bit of lime and a little bit of sea salt. Um, the salsa matcha, which is peanut, sesame, and calabrian not calabrian chili. Um, Cascabel. Cascabel, thank you. <laughs> I had to look for help on that one. A little bit of radish and a little bit of cilantro. Very tasty. 
Wonderful. A nice little appetizer. I'd never heard of salsa matcha until Sean. I, there's so many things that he cooks that I'm have, and I've eaten out all over the world. I've traveled all <laughs> over the world. He blows my mind every day with some ingredient that I've never heard of. That I look it up and I'm like, oh, it's just a traditional. So, what thing are some that, of your inspirations? Speaking of, like, do you- my inspirations is whenever I go out to eat and I find something that I really like. And I, you know, it's like when you go out to Indian food and you have naan, and you're like, "Man, I could eat so much of this stuff," <laughs> right? You know, and that's kind of that's my job as a chef is to give people what I want to eat and what I think, and not necessarily what I think they want to eat, but you know, that's part of my job as it. So the way I kind of look at my food is, I'm like, "Man, I love going to Thai food," and I'm gonna make you guys some wonderful Thai pork belly because that's my favorite thing to eat oh in my Thailand. God, kind of pork belly. Mm-hmm. So love. if someone was to ask, well, what is the cuisine at Lo and Behold? How do you answer that? Our answer is global comfort food. And then if you look at our at our menu, you'll kind of see a big fat plate of noodles with some kimchi <laughs> on it. And that's yeah. going to hit the spot in a lot of different places in the globe. And fried chicken is a big winner all over the world. And that is our almost famous chicken tenders are by and far our best seller, without Super a doubt. Um, well, I know our... Uh, Operator Joe uh, <laughs> has been perusing your menu pretty much since we've been I've on the air. I've never seen somebody's menu like right, right now. And I believe he's texted his wife and told her they're going. Uh, and one of the things Joe honestly mentioned is the the menu prices. He was surprised mm-hmm. at how reasonable they were. It is a it is a tough world out there in food service, and you have to do it right if you really want to make money and have a good living for yourself. And keep regulars coming back. And keep regulars coming mm-hmm. back. I think that's the most important part, and that's the mo- that's kind of where we come from, too, is that's the most important part. We are in the Drive Brouhaha with Herlinda Harris. Cheers. The Drive Brouhaha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewery and the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. Our guests today are Laura Sanfilippo and Sean Raymond Kelly, co-owners of Lo and Behold Bar and Kitchen in Healdsburg. They will be participating in the Healdsburg Wine and Food Experience. Uh, but before we talk about that, I want to get, Laura, your uh, thoughts on opening a restaurant at the end of a pandemic <laughs> and the challenges that you've obviously overcome. Yeah, I mean, it's it sounds crazy, but it was almost the perfect time, really, because we... You may be the only person who has <laughs> said that when I've asked that question. We are really lucky and fortunate to have worked in Healdsburg for a very long time and established a really loyal local following in that town, and Healdsburg has... The best locals. I can't, I mean, everybody is just so amazing and they come through um, at our, you know, they, they supported us right away from day one we opened the doors and we're really blessed to have that patio. And so we kind of opened January 2022 and so it was really at the tail end of everything. Um, but it was really what everyone needed at the time. You know, they needed to come, there were people were ready to come back out, they were ready to gather in a safe place where they felt warm and welcome and saw familiar faces. And we have that giant patio, so that was obviously a huge um, plus for us. I mean, it was definitely hard, but um, we had already worked through the entire pandemic, so nothing seemed (laughs) – I mean, that was really hard. So (laughs) doing this, but it's, it's our first restaurant. We own it ourselves it's sean you know we've all run restaurants and bars for other people our whole lives each sean tara and i have 25 years each in this industry and we've done it for everybody else so doing it for ourselves finally on our own was that just is like the better better than coffee (laughs) that just keeps you going no matter what what you can do because you're literally living your dream 
finally realized. And so that that thing, I think the joy overwhelmed the the stress of it all, just being able to have our space. I think you probably learn a lot also has having been in an employee, how to treat your employees and also yes. yourselves and yes. and time off and, your, and like in your customers and what you like and what you don't like, what you're willing to put up with, what you're not willing to put up with. It's just like dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do that for 25 years. Oh, boy. Yeah. Although I generally still haven't learned that lesson, trust me. But um, so then also, um, so I, I want to talk about some of your inspiration for cocktails because you guys have some very unique cocktails. But tomorrow's event, I did call in a seminar, which actually, like, it, it's really not anymore. It was kind of going to be like that. But so tell us, what's, what's tomorrow going to be like? I'm really excited. My friend wants to wear spiky heels, and I'm like, I don't know if you should. And we're referring to your participation in the Healdsburg Food and Wine yes. Experience. Yes. So, so what can have... folks who are attending that expect? Yeah. yeah. And what time does it start, and, and where do they get tickets? All so the it'll be out. tomorrow from 4 to 7 p.m. It's at Lo and Behold. Um, you can get tickets online at healdsburgwineandfood.com. Um, I believe they're $125, uh, which is a screaming deal because you get to try – it's basically a meet and greet with Healdsburg's best bartenders. So we have our staff. We have Scott Beatty, who is a, a legend mm-hmm. in this whole area, just in craft cocktails in general in the Bay Area and beyond. Um, from Barn Diva, so he'll be representing there. And we have Kathleen Amtower, who is the um, bar manager for uh, Roof 106 at the Matheson. And then there's um, Cheyenne, and I'm totally blanking on her last name. I'm sorry, Cheyenne. She's the bar manager at Spoon Bar. So you have the like top cocktail destinations in Healdsburg. They're top bartenders, bar managers, really. Um, and so they'll be creating cocktails. The theme is farm to glass, and that's really what we do best in Healdsburg. And so everyone has created um, a different cocktail with our spirit sponsor, Legends Spirits. So there's a gin, tequila, rum, and a whiskey they'll be working with. All the food groups. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the event is really, uh, it's a stand around and mingle from station to station. Excuse me, station to so station. So it's not a sit-down, no, like it's you're not an ex- It's a walk-around. It's not in a conference room with a projector and a screen uh, and no. a table with some water on yes, it, things like the that. the opposite of okay. that. It's, uh, um, the bartenders will be all at their own stations in our patio. There'll be plentiful food coming around, heavy, heavy past app. Sean's doing all the food. There's, it's the greatest hits of his, of his stuff. Um, and then, yeah, you'll be walking around sampling each cocktail, sampling the food pairings that go with it, um, and really meeting and talking to the bartenders and kind of getting to know their philosophies and, and kind of what inspired for them. To- there's people from all over the world coming for this event, too. So mm-hmm. you're like, you're, I'm sure I'm going to see a lot of people I know from like, you know, Healdsburg and Sonoma County, but they'll probably, like, there's going to be some really cool people. They just had Ray Isles from Food and Wine on the show just, you know, before we came in. Hello, that's so amazing. Yeah, and then Guinness is doing the beer garden, so maybe they'll be there. And yeah, and we've got up Manit on the show. Chohan was having lunch today before she does her wow. chef demo and everything with the grand tasting tomorrow. So, or not tomorrow, cool. Saturday. Um, yeah, so it's really fun. Stand and mingle. Um, I would wear comfier shoes. Yep. You know, you're going to be moving around a lot, <laughs> and we do have a little gravel area in the back back side. It of should our be patio, a beautiful so. day. Period. Oh, no, I think it says 85 nice. degrees. I just, there's, and it's fully shaded back there. So, um, yeah, it's just going to be really, really fun. We're just 
heavy food, heavy drinks. So what's your summer looking like? Like so when this is done, what are you what are you looking at like for your summer? Like I mean I I mean like you'll see me. And I'm gonna be Oh uh, yeah. yeah. But like what's like you know, what do you guys got planned for summer? We have the only thing on the books officially at the moment is our uh, patio paint night version two. So we have two local watercolor um, instructors who are regulars. And we do a little paint and drink night out on the patio. So that's June 28th. So uh, tickets will almost be available. I'm going to post that up after this event. But um, other than that, we're, we're talking with Chef Carlos from Giso about Ooh, doing a collaborative food, right? dinner. Um, he's Latin Fusion. Okay. So he's from El Salvador, but he has dishes from all over. Okay. Uh, him and Sean doing a little collab dinner uh, at some point out on the patio. So that's in the works as well. But we're just doing a lot of events Healdsburg is ripe with weddings and after parties and all that stuff. So uh, we're focusing on. So when you're making, that. you're probably like doing cocktails for like these all these different events. So like where like you know how do you? I mean you have unique. Drinks. Well, I asked Sean Uh-oh. earlier what his go-to dish would be oh, to yeah. someone who is just visiting Lo and Behold for the first time. <laughs> what would your go-to cocktail be for somebody who's just visiting Lo and Behold for oh. the first time? Or pairing with that noodle dish. Yeah. Oh, the noodle stuff. Kimchi's a tough pairing. Kimchi's yeah. a tough pairing. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I feel like we have a Japanese highball that we're doing on top right now called the High Five. But Japanese whiskey, but instead of soda water, we're subbing in a really cool French uh, pear cider that's really dry and kind of mm-hmm. earthy, and some yuzu and sake vermouth, and so that's really refreshing. And I think that would go good with the kimchi noodles. But if I were to recommend, you know, uh, the guava paloma is our chicken tenders. You got a big thumbs menu. up from Sean. <laughs> yeah. We always look at the like product mix, and it's guava paloma and chicken tenders are the top yep. two sellers. They fight. You can't go wrong. It's a really refreshing on tap, you know. Paloma with guava. So, so on tap, you mean like, so you're doing a batch, a big batch of cocktails mm-hmm. and putting them through? Yeah, we build a whole cocktail or a whole batch of cocktails essentially into a five-gallon keg and then carbonate the whole thing, hook it up to the tap, and it comes out just wow, like a beer. Cool. Well, speaking of taps, tell us about your beer list. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's short and sweet, but and we rotate it pretty frequently because we love to share the love with all of our favorite breweries. and. We've got Old Kaz on. Um, right now, currently, we have Barrel Brothers, Dad Pants Pills. Good stuff. Uh, we've got the Sudwork, Martson Amber Lager. Oh, out of Davis. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Hen House Saison just came on. Um, Their very first beer they did, it is still my favorite. Yeah. And I think we got one of their seasonal ones. They're they're kind of rotating doing yeah, the seasonal Yeah, the Walrus Saison. Paul or one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Fog Belt, Stardusk, Juicy IPA, our, our four drafts. Um, in the cans, we've got our Modellos and our High Life and our Bud and Bud Light and some Hard Kombucha from Flying Embers. And what am I missing? Oh, Humboldt's, um, Humboldt's Cider. Cider, yeah, nice. the Drysdale Cider. They're going to be on the show June 1st with Peter Lopez. Uh, yeah, from the nice. North Hubbard gigs, yeah. And we've got, um, for our non-alcoholic beer, we carry Barrel Brothers, their oh, okay. um, NAIPA. I want to try is, that, actually. It's so good. All of their non-alcoholic beers are really Barrel good. Barrel Brothers, if you're listening, we'd really love to have you on the show. Yeah. yeah. Those guys are great. Yeah. We've been big fans of them forever. So Very they, cool. And they, then what What, um, what about a kombucha? Oh, you do the yeah, Flying Embers Yeah, the Flying Hard Kombucha, yep. And then I'm looking, I'm thinking of how it's all laid out. In the fridge right now. <laughs> That's cool. Well, what's what? Every chef has a beer, whether it's a alcoholic oh. beer or non-alcoholic beer. What's 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 your go-to? If I'm drinking out of the tap, it's Dad Pants Pilsner, and okay. if I'm at my house relaxing, it's Pacifico. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do like Pacifico. 
Very cool. Yeah, well, I'm so looking forward to tomorrow's event. I will be there. Very excited about yes, that. And then too. Saturday is just going to be like ultra lux crazy and fantastic. And Healdsburg and Carissa Cruz and all of them have done such a great job on that. But they've added yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, the Guinness Beer Garden, I would also say for our you know our, our usual beer listeners to go check that out. We're wrapping up this week's Drive Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda Harris. Hey, cheers. And our guests, Laura Sanfilippo <laughs> and Sean Raymond Kelly from the Lo and Behold Bar and Kitchen in Healdsburg. Sean, I asked you earlier how you would describe the cuisine at Lo and Behold, and you said global comfort food, which is a great description. I kind of can picture exactly what you're talking about. I'm wondering how adventuresome you become. How often do you mix up the menu at Lo and Behold? Um, we try to keep our favorites and what we know that our customers like on the menu most of the time, but we always have specials one way or another. And that's actually where I find a lot of my inspiration is having your own restaurant and having your own kitchen and being your own chef. You can afford yourself the time to learn a little bit more. And so I am not shy about making stuff I've never made before. I'm not and shy. Putting it on and putting it on special. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or being like, no, this is not going to go on a special because I'm not a fan of this. <laughs> uh, usually <laughs> Laura. <laughs> and she, she definitely has a palette you know, to match. So it works out as far as that's concerned. But um, most of my inspiration in really just comes from looking around. And I, can't, I can remember a time when there was, wasn't a Google to go find recipes and stuff. And I still... You'd have to look it up in an encyclopedia. Uh, oh, <laughs> or read a cookbook. Or read a cookbook. <laughs> I, I get lots of... And the that. pile of cookbooks in my garage is fantastic. So every now and then when I've got a lazy day, I'll go out to the garage and dust off some cookbooks and go revisit some old classics. When was the last time you had a lazy day? No, it's been a while. <laughs> what was your last special? My last special. We're Ooh, doing a crying tiger steak tonight. Oh, we'll, we did do that. Yeah, we did a we did soft shell crab. crab. So Singapore chili crab, which is a common thing you can find in Singapore, if you will, but you Ooh. don't see it here a lot. But chili crab across the globe is what they usually call it. Right. And we soft shells are available, so you have to get your soft shells when you can, and you have to. This right now? Yeah, right now. Oh, I'm actually judging uh, the Singapore National Competition in September. I'll have oh, you go. Probably have some chili crab there. Bring them back some soft shell crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> you never know. Absolutely. Um, and then, what about your inspiration for cocktails? Like, because you guys are creative, and I love it. It's fun. It comes from all over. We're either inspired by a spirit that we try, or somebody brings us something new we haven't had. Um, we're always trying to look at the menu as a whole and see, you don't want any crossover. You want to have a variation of styles of cocktails and flavors and nothing can be the same. So we'll kind of look for that or it'll just come from, you know, I was flipping through it for the highball. I've just flipping through a spirits catalog and I was like, oh, that's a cool pear cider. Then I just kept flipping. Oh, they have a, oh I love that Japanese whiskey. I'm like, I wonder if those things would be good together. And then you just kind of go for it or... Yeah, it's, it comes from everywhere. Or Tara brings in this beautiful white nectarine from her farm, uh, and we say, okay, cool. It, it, we always base it around something. It's either based on the spirit, based on some cool produce local thing that we got at the farmer's market, or maybe it's an ingredient that Sean finds at Asia Mart that he comes in. He's always mm. bringing in weird stuff that we've never had before. And it, it is like those weird oh, yeah. mushroom pellets that mm-hmm. are delicious. And I put them in the cocktail. <laughs> it's like umami pellets. They're, just, they're so good. That's cool. So, yeah, it's either inspired by, yeah. A lot what of were, what were you drinking stuff. in your 20s? Yeah, when you were 21 uh, or older, please. <laughs> a lot of Fernet, actually. I was, I was oh, okay. bartending in the city in San Francisco in my 20s. So I did a lot of Fernet. And, and honestly, I remember going to like, like, 
Bourbon and Branch and Cantina oh, mm-hmm. was one of my favorite bars to go to, um, Duggan's Bar. And it was kind of the beginning of the craft cocktail. I was in San Francisco from 05 to 09. And so there was, you know, I was definitely drinking out there. Some good good cocktails, but shooting a lot of Fernet. <laughs> 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 that's about it. Really good Fernet. And wine. I was really, really into wine, actually. I, that was my gateway into cocktails. Was we rarely wine. talk about wine on yeah. this show. <laughs> <laughs> we have like 12 wine. wine segments a week. Yeah. Are you doing wine any is- beer cocktails at all, too? Uh, we Not this menu, but we have done fun variations on like a shandy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we like a little spiked shandy. and you can, I mean, those Which possibilities is a beer are endless. Which like, beer and lemonade, like lemonade or, or soda. Or, yeah, lemonade or Sprite. Or, um, shandies are, are delicious. We've done um, quite a few of those. Super refreshing and like with German food, um, I, you, you usually see that like shandies and rattlers. Yeah, in yeah. Germany, yeah. Yeah, and you can just with layer. With Steinhocks and the pork, a big hunk of crispy pork. Oh, knuckle. man. Lo and Behold Bar and Kitchen is located at 214 Healdsburg Avenue in Healdsburg. Their hours are Thursday through Monday, 11.30 a.m. to midnight, but the kitchen closes at 10. Yep. And for more information about the menus, you can check out their website, loandbeholdca.com. For folks who've never visited Lo and Behold, here's your opportunity to invite them and tell them why they should. Well, we would love to have you. It's a... uh, family-run establishment locally owned and operated um it's our dream we have a dream staff it's we've got just veterans of the industry working for us and we're so fortunate that everybody cares as deeply as we do we treat it like our home um we tell everyone to welcome welcome you through the door as if your mom and dad just walked in and treat them accordingly so um it's really fun lively vibrant um you can you can have your heart's content with food and cocktails. It's really casual and friendly service. And, um, yeah, it's just a, a really awesome place. All right, Sean, you tried to get out of that by turning <laughs> <I tried>. to <laughs> Laura. Now you have to tell folks why they need to come and eat at Lo and Behold. Because we have uh, some of the most original and thought-out food you'll find in Sonoma County right now. And something that's most, most importantly is it's comfortable food. And you will be familiar with it. And the flavors will jump off of your palate. And you cut your... Your tummy and your heart each time you say. I it. do, and I mean it. I love it. You know, <laughs> I, like, I really mean it. This, it. All of our food, and I think a majority of our restaurant, everything there comes from the heart, and it's us doing our best that we can for our customers. All right, we've been talking to Laura Sanfilippo and Sean Raymond Kelly from the Lo and Behold Bar and Kitchen in Healdsburg. Again, their hours are Thursday through Monday from 11.30 a.m. through midnight, but the kitchen closes at 10. You can find out what their menu looks like by visiting their website. And reservations, are reservations suggested? Yeah, definitely. Um, For lunch, walk-ins are are usually just fine. Um, Weekends and dinners, definitely recommend on open table. Open table, or as I said, go to their website, loandbeholdca.com. Laura Sanfilippo and Sean Raymond Kelly, thank you so much for joining us on The Brew Thank you so thank much you. for having us. This was so much fun.